1: Well, welcome everybody. This is another episode of Pop Culture Crisis, episode twenty-two. As a matter of fact, uh, and I am here with my co-host today. What's your name, young lady?
2: Miracle Sam. Nice to meet you. And it's the same age as me.
1: Ah, yes. Well, not for long. Shh. Not don't
2: tell people that.
1: Not, not for very long. Uh, it's about to be Miracle's birthday.
2: I know. So. A, she
1: looks very excited. Are, are you excited for another birthday? Yeah,
2: because we get to hang out. Because um, I believe Tim has something planned for us for New Year's Eve.
1: And your birthday, and your birthday is
2: New Year's Day.
1: There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's that's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got like a bunch of stuff to talk about <sighs> today. Miracle's coughing again. We're gonna try. Sorry, to I had
2: a lot of salt.
1: We're. We're gonna, we're gonna try to keep the coughing to a minimum. Uh, I have uh, a bunch of stuff picked out today and we're actually trying to record the intro a second time because I actually started this and didn't have headphones on. And Mir- Miracle's talking and I'm like, why can't I hear her?
2: It's just womp 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 womp.
1: Yeah, exactly. So. He's like,
2: I see your lips moving. But, but I can't hear it.
1: I couldn't I couldn't hear anything. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Um, Warner Brothers did some releases uh, related to their uh, theatrical release window coming for the 2022 movie season, which I wanted to talk about because I, I found some very interesting numbers in there as far as uh, how things have been released in the past. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk about some news that Britney Spears uh, released in, a, in an Instagram post lately that I think is actually quite <laughs> interesting. Uh, we've got some ghostwriter uh, theatre. Series and um possible n- not it's not news yet it's it's rumors uh, it's
2: rumors and he's like my second s- favorite superhero other than Constantine
1: which is which is why I, I, I thought this would be a good one to do today because Miracle loves that character mm-hmm. uh we've got and Ma- Miracle's got her anime news update for the week yep. or uh you know it, it's not always news sometimes it's just uh, the culture around anime that mm-hmm. you find interesting and we're going to talk about that I'll probably have my perspective on how it differs from American culture in yep. the in the in the working part of the industry, right? Yep, uh, and there's and then,
2: something that you don't know about. We're going to talk about caramel dancing if anybody remembers early 2000s.
1: <laughs> so it's a, it's a three. You're, a, you're dating us and uh, aging out our audience. Ah. Um, yeah. And then we've got news uh, follow-up. I feel like a real reporter uh, regarding Dr. Dre's Let's divorce. Let's go. Let's go. So um, I say we just don't ah. waste any time and we just get right into it. Mm-hmm. Topic number one here today uh, comes from from Bounding Into Comics, uh, as I hit the wrong button, there Hi. we go, I got the right button, um, and this is uh, regarding the theatrical window for movie releases, and I thought this was interesting, because. so I wanted to ask you a couple things before we start, because I wanted your take on this, when you go see a movie in theater, first of all, it's like a financial responsibility, like, if you're not making really good money, like, it's a commitment to go see a movie, right, mm-hmm. and, and what, you know.
2: Yeah. Isn't it like $10 per ticket
1: now? Well, when, we, when we went to see uh, Kingsman, yeah, that was $15 a ticket. No way. Uh, and that's before you pay for your food and everything, mm-hmm. right? So think of it like this. Like, uh, so, so if you're going to go make that commitment, it's, it's like beef jerky. Uh, going to see a movie is like beef jerky. No matter how much money you make, it's always still too expensive.
2: Um, Unless uh, you buy the Costco brand.
1: Even, even, yeah, but then you got to buy bulk and everything. Are you, are you all fixed up there?
2: Oh, yeah, I'm fixing my shirt.
1: Okay, she's good. People <laughs> listening to the podcast have no idea what we're talking about. He's, uh, like, just
2: staring at me, and I'm over here, like, trying to shove something.
1: Yes. Uh, it's, and it's I, just I, that, my shirt. I'm just like, really? Uh, uh, so, so okay, so, so basically, movies are an expensive thing to go do. Mm-hmm. If you were to go see a movie, right, and there's something you really want to see, how long would you wait? Like, are, is it a requirement for you to want to go see it, like, on the opening weekend, would you wait two weeks, three weeks, is three weeks too many? How long would you usually let a movie sit in the theaters before you'll go see it?
2: I think I mentioned it yesterday, but usually, no, the day before yesterday, um, usually when I watch movies, I wait until they're released on a streaming service because I'm already paying those. So I'd rather wait because I'm already paying the money. I don't want to go like pay extra money to go out somewhere because you're paying for gas and then food, like you said. But I only go when my friends want to go
1: Okay and
2: So then, so it really
1: doesn't matter to you mm-hmm, When it's, it's in the theaters as, no. as long as it's more the social experience Of going with people you're, you you want to go with
2: Yeah and I also watch spoiler reviews So I already know what's going to happen My friends hate that Because they're like you're not going to be excited But yesterday we had the argument Which is like spoiler reviews It's over, um, overrated Like you shouldn't be like offended that somebody told you the ending or something. Unless you're really excited like Spider-Man No Way Home.
1: I think what you mean is that that, uh, people give too much weight to spoilers when it should be about the movie experience as a whole. Yeah, like,
2: there was a whole episode in The Simpsons where Bart like, tries to spoil, like, he was blackmailing the whole town to spoil the ending of their versions of the Avengers. (laughs) I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, it's like one of the newest seasons. Um, Basically, what Mm. happened was um, their version of Disney captured him and put a vr set on him so like all the characters in the movie they said oh we're actually real and every time you tell a spoiler alert it lets like the villains know what we're gonna do Mm -hmm. so if you do that we're all gonna die and he's like uh and then their version thanos is like well spoiler boy i have a phone for you that can be your superpower and you can be on the dark side with us and he looked like he was gonna take it but he didn't so, like, basically, that's how they were like, okay, are you not going to tell any spoilers now? And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to tell it. Everybody go watch the movie. And then after everybody watched it in premiere day, they started, like, texting what it was and tweeting.
1: So spoilers don't really bother you, so you'd rather mm-hmm. wait for That was the movie. long-winded. That was very long-winded. That's okay. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, so, so you don't mind waiting for it to come out on a streaming service uh, I take a little bit of a different view I am um, to me the theater is about the experience as a whole meaning the size of the screen mm-hmm. the fact that you're literally paying extra money and like I can mm-hmm. pay for all the streaming services in the world and still put something on in the background and not pay attention to it but when you pay money to go see a movie in the theater mm-hmm. it forces you to sit there and pay attention oh, uh, yeah, that's in, true. in a way that my ADHD doesn't allow me to do when I'm at home like like very few movies, like we talked, I've mentioned in a couple of videos recently that I loved the Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. uh, the new one from James Gunn. Mm-hmm. Very few movies have the ability to hold my attention and watch it the whole way through without mm-hmm. doing something else. That was one of the rare ex- uh, exceptions. Mm-hmm. But in theater, no matter how good or how bad the movie is, you have to stay there and pay attention. Mm-hmm. And the re- I'm just I'm bringing this up because I wanted your opinion on theaters in general because what it is is Warner Brothers is changing their release model, mm-hmm. uh, even after saying they wouldn't. And it says, Warner Brothers announces new films release on HBO Max just 45 days after theatrical premiere, starting with The Batman. So this kind of would appeal to someone more with your view than mine Uh, it says despite their previous declaration that Matt Reeves the Batman would be the studio's first film to debut exclusively in theaters following the conclusion of their 2021 dual release experiment Warner Brothers has now changed their mind and announced that the Dark Knights latest epic will receive an earlier than expected HBO Max premiere date Warner Media CEO Jason Kalar recently confirmed that Reeves' film will have a 45 day run in theaters before it winds up on HBO Max a Mirroring the one that first they first employed in 2021 uh, by Viacom CBS with Paramount Plus and adopted a, a year later by Disney Plus, meaning that other studios are doing this as well. Mm-hmm. It says, quote, think about when movies would show up on HBO Max, which is eight to nine months after the theatrical premiere, uh, Kalar said in a recent interview with Vox's Uh The Batman is going to show up on uh, day 46, April 19th on HBO Max. This is a huge change from where things were in from 2017, 2016, 2017, 2018 And a move Kalar Is very ecstatic about This new policy Will also affect The releases in 2022 So Black Adam The Flash And other tentpole films Will now have the same 45 day theatrical Release window mm-hmm. Quote I feel real, really Really good Knowing that the Batman Black Adam The Flash And Elvis A Baz Luhrmann uh, Musical about The king of rock and roll uh, And a whole host Of other movies Are literally going To be showing up On day 46 On HBO Max In a variety of Territories all over The world He mm-hmm. added This is a very Big change And I don't think that I don't think people uh, appreciate, and I feel really good about it. So, what's interesting here is I looked up the date, like how long movies usually stay in theaters. Mm -hmm. They're usually in theaters about a month. Oh, really? Uh, About uh, give it, unless it's really bad. Like they'll pull them. You know, they get gradually less and less theaters uh, as they go. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's less and less places where you're seeing it. But that used to be much longer. It used to be uh, five, uh, 50 days to 60 days sometimes. But what's interesting is that then you have this long period mm-hmm. where then you wait for it to come out on DVD uh, You know, back in the day. I used to always wonder, is that just how long it takes to make... Uh, Obviously, that's not true. At Mm -hmm. least I don't think that's true. No, there's a
2: documentary showing how fast they can make DVDs. Really? Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, how how fast was it?
2: Uh, I don't know because like most of it is mechanical now Mm -hmm. because like uh, humans don't need to touch it unless like there's something stuck. But basically,
1: workers unite.
2: I know robots are taking our jobs, you guys.
1: They're taking our gerbs. (laughs) Gerbs. But yeah.
2: But also, I want to make a comment. If you're, like, a person who drinks a lot of liquid, like, that's an expensive pee. <laughs> like, when you go to movie theater. Oh, yeah. I was, like,
1: <laughs> Sorry. I was like, what the hell is she talking... It's like, did her brain just shut off? And then when you <laughs> finish your statement, I'm like, um, oh, that makes sense? Yeah, that so, ma-
2: for me, that's why I don't like it, because, like, it, at home, you can just pause it and go to the bathroom, yep. or, like, you have... um, Yeah, you can pause it, or we... That is a
1: very expensive uh, trip to the bathroom Yeah,
2: because like you said We paid $15 to watch Kingsman If I went to the bathroom That's like $5 down the drain
1: (laughs) Okay, I don't know about 5 Somebody should do the math on that Like, uh, that would be awesome If somebody would go through and like Okay, $15 minus two and a half hour movie That's however many (laughs) dollars a minute And you're in the bathroom for five Somebody should figure that out um,
2: we can ask Film Theory to that, do it.
1: That would be funny. Get
2: Matt Pat on the show. Um,
1: uh, and, and I'm one of those people where I'm the same way. Like, I get annoyed when I have to go to mm-hmm. the bathroom at the movie theater. Hell, yeah. I get annoyed. Like, when we're filming this podcast, I get annoyed because I can't live without my energy drink while we're recording this. Mm-hmm. And then by the end, I'm like, Ugh. not the most appetizing conversation, but it is expensive if you go to a movie and you mm-hmm. do that. So, I mean. I still think uh, th- this. I don't think this is bad because I, ju- I don't see this as a threat to its box office. Yeah. I think if you're going to go see the Batman in the movie theater, you're going to go see it in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Waiting 45 days for streaming release for big budget films, I don't see that as as much but, of a threat.
2: But I felt like um, Black Panther was longer in movie theaters, so yeah. wasn't it? In, like in movie theaters, about five months.
1: Uh, it could have been. I you'd have to look that up. Okay, uh, I'm gonna um, look
2: it up. But I I feel like it's been there longer. But like again, Black Panther had a lot of box sale. Um.
1: But in general, these movies like uh, they get less as, as they go yeah. over the weeks. It, they just gradually remove it from theaters slowly, uh, depending on how popular the movie is, right? So uh, it, it says in addition, Warner Brothers also dropped <clears throat> another feel good update regarding the Batman. This time in the form of a new trailer, which shed more light on the film's plot. Okay, we talked about that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think this is really interesting because it, it, we're in this uh, <coughs> uh, we're in this transition phase as far as how entertainment is, is consumed <coughs> in the media. Yeah, meaning that uh, uh, we we had a conversation the other week about. Um, the disposability of streaming services like you're you're almost too young to remember but there was such a thing as straight to video
2: yeah
1: um where like Aladdin is a classic Disney animated movie but they also made Aladdin 2 and Aladdin yeah. they made The Lion King 2 Simba's Pri- or Pride uh, what is it like Simba's, Simba's Pride, Pride uh, yeah
2: I it, have all the movies th- I have the um VHS tapes for Aladdin and then I had all the DVDs for Lion King because they made four movies technically. Mm -hmm.
1: So a lot of it is like a lot of these things that would have just gone straight to DVD now Mm -hmm. just go to streaming services. That's what straight to DVD is. (sighs) So yeah. uh, I, I just don't know if the bigger box office m- movies people want to go see the Batman, le- uh, and for better or worse, yeah. because uh, the Batman is less of one you have to worry about spoilers, mm-hmm. um, because it's going to be more about the cinematic experience as a whole. Mm-hmm. But I I don't see that this uh, I don't see the forty five day theatrical window uh, really having as much of a, a problem with it. Because if anything, i then tended to forget, movie. like Marvel would release a movie. Uh, like, like I saw most of the big ones But like I didn't go see Thor 2 The Dark World yeah. And by the time it came out on DVD I had completely forgot about it right mm-hmm. And so you have no more connection to it No interest You're still going to be able to uh, Drum up some connection And interest And uh, desire to talk about these movies If you release them direct to streaming mm-hmm. After that After you give it a sufficient amount of time To make yeah. the money it needs to make in the theaters
2: Yeah for sure But like I don't know It just depends on persons persons um people um the person (laughs) the person because like um basically like how we're talking about kim kardashian yesterday how she spoiled spider-man no way home some people are actually waiting for it so it depends because like they know there's spoilers out there and they know it's in theaters but they're just still waiting
1: I just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Like there's uh, uh, clearly those people are waiting, whether it's because they just don't have, they couldn't get to the th- Well, they, yeah, they were too scared to go to the theater or they, you know, what was the reason? I, I mean, I, I refuse to believe that they weren't able to find show times a week and a half or two weeks. later. you can get mm-hmm. into the theater by that point.
2: Yeah. So watch it on Monday because everybody's pretty much at, at
1: work. work. Yeah. That's what we should, that's what we should be doing. Yeah. Well, we can't cause we got to go see it on opening weekend. When yeah. We because
2: Tim wants us to have the right away news.
1: Yes. Um, so yeah, This. This will be an interesting... It, it's kind of like a... It's a growth model of... Before they were doing... So this past year, all of HBO Max's movies came out in the theaters and HBO Max at the same time, mm-hmm. and they suffered because of it. Uh, as bad as The Matrix was, it would have made a little bit more money had they not released it on HBO Max. I think the same is probably true for Ki- for, Kong, uh, for Godzilla vs. Kong, uh, which came out on streaming and oh, in yeah, theaters. yeah, So I think all of those HBO movies... Uh, that came out uh, like the Suicide Squad especially Mm -hmm. well that that suffered from bad marketing and a bad name it it should Mm -hmm. have had a more distinguished name all of those movies would have done so much better if they had only been given a theater release Mm -hmm. so
2: I don't know but yeah
1: Are, but yeah, so so basically you don't, it doesn't bother you to it doesn't to wait bother me to like
2: um for example when i brought up black panther so it premiered january 29th and it didn't leave theaters until february 16th
1: wow yeah okay
2: so that's yeah. why well, it no, felt, Jan- it's not over 5 months i overestimated but ja- it felt like a long time january 29th to when to February 16th.
1: That's only like half a month.
2: Yeah, so for me, I overestimated, but it felt like it's been there longer because the That's movie
1: even th- less than, three, th- than 30 days. Yeah. Can you check that again? You that's what it said. It says that it started in theaters on January 29th. So,
2: oh, ooh, sorry. Oops. Right here. So that's when it left movie theaters, and then this it is says- the release date. No. It's it familiar. says premiered right here. January 29th.
1: Released theatrically on February sixteenth. So oh, the premiere, yeah, I was like, no way, it was only out for fifteen days.
2: <laughs> you failed me, Google. I asked how long was it in theaters.
1: We should have a segment called Miracle versus Google. Go- uh, Miracle versus Google, and because yesterday, I, I, I also I should apologize. I had oh, a, a somebody thing.
2: answered. Um, somebody answered. It says two weeks. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Google has failed me again. It's
1: okay. Yesterday, I gave you crap for Googling something when I, I was like, you should have just looked it up on IMDb, and I apologized later. I was like, I came across really rude when I said that, mm-hmm. so I, I do apologize again on air.
2: No, you're okay. I'm okay. Because, like, Brett and I have this weird dynamic where we're kind of mean to each other, but...
1: We're not mean to each... I'm, you know...
2: It's, it's a It's thing. more like horsing around.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> Holy day, like, horsing around? yeah. I, is that term coming back? Is that is that it's term? It's
2: been coming back. It's been
1: coming back. Because, okay, you're um, I'm, I'm the boomer. You're the zoomer.
2: Because like Bojack Horseman.
1: Horse Oh, okay. <laughs> Perfect.
2: <laughs> but yeah, see, uh, speaking about horsing around, Britney Spears isn't.
1: Britney. Spe- no, she's not. Actually, that's really funny because she's uh, she's taking this very seriously. Um, I I've been kind of um, I don't know what the term would be hesitant to cover free Britney stuff because of where it falls in the cultural uh, spectrum right now. Uh, it's both um, news mm-hmm. and pop culture. And and what ultimately
2: she's making a comeback,
1: w- what ultimately kind of gave me the desire to cover this is like, uh, I was talking to someone back home about this story mm-hmm. who I talk about more uh, about for, for other reasons, not, re- not usually about pop culture, but mm-hmm. he, he said, he goes, Growing up when we did Britney Spears was Pop culture Mm -hmm. Britney Spears Defined pop culture Not just pop music But pop culture For a generation I mean she's one of those First really early examples In my life Of like a celebrity Having like a, a A a meltdown yeah like, I'm not trying to when be mean I'm like, yeah when head. she that was like one of those first examples that I can remember of like a, a celebrity having one of those definable moments that the media latched on to mm-hmm. and for all the posturing they do now about how the media is all about free Britney mm-hmm. it's not like they didn't play their own role uh in what happened to her right you know making her seem crazier than mm-hmm. she was than she is mm-hmm. uh you know m- writing articles with clickbait headlines only for the money. Uh, so all of that kind of falls into that uh, what fell in what became her conservatorship mm-hmm. and
2: yeah like they're writing. Um um, they wrote like articles about her and Justin Timberlake, like she yeah. wants him back and then didn't she lose custody of her kids?
1: For a while. Um, I don't know if that's still true. Uh but it says Britney Spears uh says, quote, Not doing music anymore is my way of saying F you uh after years of conservatorship. she so mm-hmm. she's basically putting her foot down and saying, I'm not making music now because she doesn't want to, uh, you know. She's healing. She's healing. So it says now that Britney Spears has been freed from her 13-year conservatorship, she's expressed she's hesitant to release new music and is fearful of the entertainment industry as she very well should Mm be. Yeah,
2: the entertainment industry, there's Kind of evil
1: kind uh, Not kind of uh, I would say genuinely In a lot of ways evil In, w- in ways that you know We wouldn't even discuss On the show But everyone knows mm-hmm. uh, it, It's not like That's a conspiracy theory Everyone knows That Hollywood <coughs> is full of Very very unsavory types yeah. Not everyone mm-hmm. No one is saying that Everyone is like that Or that it's uh, Or that it's a Weird satanic shit We're just saying that It's full of opportunists mm-hmm. That take advantage Of the desires And um, hopes of of young people trying to make their names uh, whether it be for career or fame purposes right
2: yeah look at disney for example
1: disney has an awful reputation it's it's a weird paradox right disney yeah. has this reputation as being a family company yeah. but then the stories here i mean very few disney uh young adult young adult disney stars end up for every uh hillary normal for every it was hillary duff the normal one
2: hillary duff is the normal one um and then Dylan Sprouse, he's one of the Sprouse twins. Okay, he's I think he's normal because Cole Sprouse went to jail. Okay, but I, he's still acting. He's in Riverdale still.
1: And, and but for yeah, so for every normal for every Hillary Duff or Sprouse, yeah, you get a Miley Cyrus uh, or a Demi or a Demi Lovato, which you know, no insult to them, have mm-hmm. got this like long history of, uh, you know public incidents that have uh,
2: oh another good example the Jonas Brothers they all turn out fine
1: were they Disney People? Yeah, uh, Timberlake was a d- or no, Timberlake, Yeah, he, he was, was a Mickey. On, Ma- he was a Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, guy. I think
2: that's where he met um, Brittany. Brittany and then Ryan Gosling was on it too.
1: Yes, so you know it's uh, there's this long history of uh, like this unspoken truth that Disney screws up kids, right? Yeah. So, so Brittany is uh, fearful of the <sighs> entertainment industry. It says in a post on Instagram, the singer wrote, uh, "Quote: So much time wasted to only embarrass me and humiliate me, and I guess it seems odd to most not, why I don't even uh, why I don't even do my music anymore. That's just the surface issues. People have no idea the awful things that were done to me personally. And it, and after what I've been through, I'm scared of people in the business. Uh, like I yeah. echo. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's almost like too real, mm-hmm. right? Like it feels too real to like. We, we all talk about that the mm-hmm. plebs of society who are not connected to the film industry. Mm-hmm. But to hear an actual celebrity talk about it makes it almost feel more real than. It already was
2: do you think hollywood is going to shun her like how scientology shunned like all of those actors who left
1: that's a good question i mean i i tend to take the approach that hollywood uh above all else wants to be a business so if there's money to be made they would maybe they would probably work with her mm-hmm. if she wanted to
2: because i know the actress who played um as amy farrah fowler from big bang theory she was like a child actor but then she quit because she wanted to continue college. And she's a real life neurologist, but then she continued acting. That's how she got her job as um Amy Fairfowler in okay. Big Bang Theory. So they still let them, but I'm just wondering about Britney because Britney has a bigger name than
1: Yep. Britney Spears is a mm-hmm. brand unto herself. Um, And realistically, she doesn't need to make music anymore. Yeah, she She doesn't need to. She could find a million ways to, you know, to, and she's got, I'm I'm sure that even with everything that happened, she's got more than enough money to. Do
2: you think she gets royalties from um, Just Dance?
1: Oh, oh, I don't know. Uh, because I mean, Just
2: Dance uses a lot of her music. Yeah. For
1: I'm sure. I, I mean, I don't know how much of her money and like her lawyers and all of the the rights deals she worked out mm-hmm. uh, were affected by uh, you <sighs> know the way her fa- her father and sister ran her conservatorship. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure she's still getting more than enough money. So it says, she continued, quote, They really hurt me. Not doing my music anymore is a way of saying F you in a sense uh, when it's only actually benefits my family by ignoring my real work.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, during her conservatorship, which began in 2008, Britney Spears was under a harsh schedule, which found her releasing a handful of albums and consistently performing in the same new post. She, in the same new post, she said that the way she coped was by having, quote, everything's totally fine. She had the everything's totally fine approach Mm -hmm. uh, because she didn't want to cause conflict. Oh, I know that. I I understand that sentiment. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Saying that she remained, quote, quote, nice fake. So, you know, Mm -hmm. faking that everything's okay, faking that everything's all right. Uh, but was absolutely absolutely screaming inside. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yep. Uh, I wanted to be nice, but but what they did to me, to my heart was unforgivable, Spears wrote. I asked for 13 years to perform new songs and remixes of my old songs. I had two months off between each show Mm -hmm. setting each show settings for four years in Vegas wow and every time I asked I was told no it was a setup to make me fail yet I knew exactly what I wanted my fans to see mm-hmm. Spears said that she that though she had to perform the same set over and over again network television shows were playing her music and remakes and remixes that she wanted to perform so she wanted to do other stuff and she was given no control as an artist over what she wanted to perform of her own music uh, even her, li- even her sister Jamie Lynn Spears <coughs> was performing her older sister's remixes. They even gave remixes to my sister, but why I was always to- but why was I always told no? She asked. Yeah. Still, Spears revealed earlier this month that new music might be in route. Uh, in route new songs in the works. I'm going to let you know what I mean. She she wrote on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Spears' conservatorship was terminated in September for th- uh, but for 13 years her father Jamie Spears controlled her her personal and business affairs and stripped her of any power over her life. This month, uh, the 40-year-old's attorney slammed her father's request that she kept that she keep paying legal fees. Yeah, we were going to talk about that. I decided to skip that that didn't feel as pop culture relevant. This yeah. feels very like wh- when you've upset someone mm-hmm. And you've damaged them so heavily uh, that they don't even want to continue doing what they love to do. Yeah. That's uh, abhorrent, to yeah, be honest.
2: that's true. Wait, is her sister normal? Because I know her sister did child acting.
1: Um, her sister was one of the people that was her conservators, her dad and her sister. No, the younger one. Uh, Jamie Lynn.
2: Oh, she was controlling her? I think so. No, I thought her younger sister... Hmm. Because her younger sister did acting, too, as a young kid. She was Zoe um, 101.
1: Uh, I believe that her father and her sister (sighs) were both part of her conservatorship. Mm. It's like cough 9000.
2: Sorry, I'm trying. I'm trying here. I'm almost done with my water, too.
1: I'm going to point it out every time, too. I (laughs) to
2: do a shot every time I cough. Every time
1: she coughs. Well, I can't drink, but (sighs) I could fake drink.
2: well, you can drink your monster.
1: So, yeah. So, like, to <laughs> me, this is just really, really sad. Like, is it, like, it was Britney Spears, with, like, I don't know how, like, relevant Britney Spears was for you growing up. Yeah. Like,
2: I remember the time when she I shaved her head.
1: Probably more so even than me because I was yeah. already outside my teen, you know, I was uh, a young adult. Well, Not really. I'm was I'm 35 and she's four Yeah. So, she was very relevant to my teen years. Um, maybe not mine But mm-hmm. people my age uh, But probably Even more relevant To your younger years mm-hmm. Right So yeah. you remember her Shaving her head You remember the That whole incident That was the, Like I remember Like a bunch of TV shows Like CSI Did like an episode Where like A pop star uh, yeah. Shaves her head And uh, I
2: remember that yeah. episode
1: So like She was very Like you know She was She was pop culture For a lot of years She was that uh, yeah. That person So
2: But her songs Are still banging <laughs> like her songs like oops i did it again um that's like a great song
1: a lot of like the the um w- one way to to point out how culturally important she was is i have a weakness for like really talent like the the like the blondes no and the t- the ta- the talented dancers who have gone their own way like mm-hmm. the, the ones who do choreography not just tiktok dancers but oh. They do choreography But then they go Take those dances And they go do them In like on On Hollywood Boulevard Yeah Or the walk of uh, uh, You know like mm-hmm. the, the Hollywood walk of fame mm-hmm. um, And And the ones you see the most, like people will do, like Michael Jackson tributes, where they do dances tribute, uh, you know, tributing Michael Jackson songs. Another popular ones, they will do tributes to Britney Spears.
2: Yeah, and you remember it, that kid that said "Leave Britney alone." Yep, that was a big cultural thing too, like him just crying.
1: Yep. So, so it's really interesting. I, I would hope that, uh, I, I feel like eventually <sighs> she'll come back around. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you know, knowing nothing about her situation. Yeah, not knowing nothing, knowing uh, nothing on the inside of like what she's going through. I know that if you're passionate about something for me, that was skating. Mm -hmm. uh, And even after periods of time where I was struggling with, within the industry, I would always come, you know, I never left the sport completely. I still skated every day. I just didn't put material out there for people to see. Mm -hmm. And you always come back to something you're passionate about, especially if it's art. So I have a feeling she will be back. Uh, How she decides to do that financially, whether that's to monetize it or to just create it, I highly doubt she would do it just to do it. Mm -hmm. You're still going to end up, it's still your livelihood. She'll still probably find a way to release albums.
2: (coughs) Uh, Yeah. But I don't know Because like I remember when Because it was like Christina Aguilera Versus Britney, And they said If Britney was not a thing Christina Aguilera Would have been bigger than her
1: I'd say Christina Aguilera Ended up being bigger than Not bigger than her But uh, a, a much more uh, Balanced career uh, mm-hmm. It's continued in earnest This whole time Yeah uh, She's still going It's uh, I, I would say actually The person that Gained the <sighs> most Would probably be Gwen Stefani
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. She
1: probably gained. I don't know why I know that. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not like I listen to Gwen Stefani's music, but I do know that she's uh, that she's a a relevant pop star Mm -hmm. and everyone my age loved the band. No doubt. So um, I I didn't
2: really like them. Yes.
1: Well, that's your own fault. So, uh, I would say Gwen Stefani gained the most <laughs> from that.
2: Well, isn't she still married to Blake?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: Oh, that's so cute. I still love married. That. They,
1: like, just got married, like, last year or something like that. Really? I, I
2: legit thought they were married for a long time I only ago. know... I,
1: it's not like I follow that type of gossip, but I remember, like, when I was looking for articles one day, it was something. I was like, they spend their first Christmas as a married <sighs> couple or something. So, mm. maybe I'm, maybe I'm <clears throat> misremembering that. No, but I
2: still think it's funny because, like, they met each other at work.
1: They did. That's, uh, that does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's uh, it. Should be interesting to see what happens with all of this, but uh, I, I don't know. Like to me, the the Britney stuff is really interesting because I I don't like to cover the legal side of it because the legal side of it just feels too. It's not pop culture to me. It's more uh, regular politics. not not politics. It's just news. It's just news. It's not pop culture. So
2: true. What yep. about rumors? No
1: uh, rumors rumors are good uh rumor has it but uh, no uh, but i do want to ask you one more time like is there anything like (sighs) you would like to see would you like to see britney release more music or would you rather she just uh, i want
2: her to relax because i feel like she deserves it yeah because like going through something like that because a lot of people were like oh she's just a drug addict she um
1: very easy for people to make that claim yeah they're like yeah they're
2: like she's just a drug addict like she needs to control herself like just keep on working and stop abusing drugs but like you don't realize like that <clears throat> mentality that you go through and that dark place that you're going through and her family on top of that like controlling her she doesn't have an outlet
1: Yep. well it's very well it's very <clears throat> easy to make claims about what someone's going <sighs> through when you get like a, a curated outside perspective of like
2: yeah like <laughs>
1: 10 seconds of their life uh, in news interviews and clips. Uh, It's a lot harder if you actually know what's going on to them. And so I I, I hesitate to ever want to pass judgment on anyone Mm -hmm. in in that respect, but I would hope that she puts her health first before going on to do other things or at least make sure she's ready. Uh, Make sure she's ready for more stuff. I just want
2: her to take like maybe a year or two years off from the industry. And then like when she's ready to come, she can come back. People are still waiting.
1: Dude, come back and, and release independently. You don't need to have a record label anymore.
2: Yeah, Michael Jackson proved it.
1: D- Tom McDonald proved it. Uh, yeah. Like you, I mean, it's a lot more work, but hi, she she can afford to hire people. Like, yeah, she hire, has the money. Hire independently and don't have a label.
2: <coughs> yeah, like, um, did you hear how Tom McDonald started his career?
1: Uh, he was a wrestler.
2: Well, no, no, no like music
1: he was uh uh, music wise i know he was doing like typical stuff first and then no like so
2: um so basically how he started was like he said he moved to the state that he lives in he only had a hundred dollars to his name Mm -hmm. and then he asked his friends he was like begging them he was like you i need money are you willing to financially like loan me money to help me start this career. I promise you when this career starts off and starts flowing, I will give you back that money. And that's how he became who he is now because like people believed in him. He put in the work into it.
1: There was a he 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 made an Instagram <coughs> post once that he said that he gave himself like a year deadline. Yeah. Uh that and he was going to commit yeah, that you know he was going to do that to himself, mm-hmm. um, which we can't say on air, uh, and that if he didn't find success before then he was going to do that, and he had managed to find that success. So that's mm-hmm. uh, that's why a lot of his uh, his less political music talks about uh, fear of uh, falling, uh, uh, not fear of like failing, but fear of like <coughs> uh, falling out of where he's ga- you know. You okay,
0: I think
2: so. I had too much salt. <sighs> Salt Bay.
1: I'm I'm dead silence. I'm just letting the camera sit on you so that you can feel guilt and shame for eating too much Ghost salt. Ghost
2: Rider. I need Ghost Rider. <gasps>
1: you want to talk about Ghost Rider?
2: Yeah, I need Ghost Rider. Okay. So we need- he can like hit me with his flaming chains and I could die.
1: You. C- <laughs> and then you wouldn't be coughing anymore. Yeah. That would, that would be good, right?
2: Would it be funny if I just went to my afterlife and I'm just coughing?
1: You probably will. Uh, I have no doubt that that's what will happen in the afterlife for you
2: I'm just torture for everybody
1: yeah like uh, all the people who go to um, like, you're like you'll go to heaven but you'll get a room right next to Miracle where she's coughing all day mm-hmm. and there's a noisy ice machine right next to you that's, that's heaven for people who are like just barely make it in
2: Oh, so we're in limbo?
1: Yeah, yeah, limbo. That's a good way of looking at it. Uh, this article is from Cinema Blend, uh, and it says uh, Looks like The Walking Dead's Norman Reedus is really interested in playing Ghost Rider. And I, I picked this article because I knew you'd be excited.
2: I love Ghost Rider.
1: Um, and haven't we talked about him before, too? Because uh, maybe we haven't talked about The Walking Dead. I don't know how much you're into The Walking Dead.
2: I'm okay with it.
1: Okay. So it says, uh, what are the chances he could be the next Johnny Blaze? Uh, The Ghost Rider property has scored some solid live action representation over the last decade and a half with Nicolas Cage playing (laughs) Johnny Cage. uh, Playing Johnny Cage. Oh, my God. (laughs) Nicolas Cage playing Johnny Cage.
2: (sighs) That's so meta. That's
1: That's the casting we didn't know we needed. Oh, God. Nicolas Cage playing Johnny Cage in the next Mortal Kombat movie.
2: I need this movie. I, I need can it. you make him into a bleach blonde? Mm-hmm. That'd be great.
1: Oh my god, we need to we need to go do this. We need to go start a letter writing campaign.
2: You can do a petition.
1: We we should do put one on change.org. Yeah. So it says with Nicolas Cage playing Johnny Blaze in in the two movie in two movies and Terminator Dark Fate's Gabriel Luna appearing as Robbie Reyes in Agents of Shield season four. by the way, Terminator Dark Fate Awful, uh, Agents of Shield season four fantastic. <laughs> However, given the latter series' questionable status in the official Marvel Cinematic Universe canon, it's safe to say that we could see, we could be seeing a different Ghost Rider in the superhero franchise at some point. Evidently, The Walking Dead's Norman Reedus is interested in playing the role, judging by his social media activity. I wonder if he's, like, actually cares, or if he's just like, he rides a motorcycle. I ride a motorcycle on TV! It's a match made in heaven!
2: Or maybe his manager is like, played uh, Johnny Blaze, and
1: he's like, okay. This manager's like, look at this guy. He's got a motorcycle. You got, you're on the Walking Dead. You got a motorcycle. You need to, you need to play this character. Why is his? Um, I have no idea why his voice is like. I, that's that's his voice, and that's I'm sticking to it. That's that's every manager's voice now from now on. Yeah, you're gonna play this character, right? You're gonna play Johnny Blaze. Look at him. The guy's got a motorcycle. So they're
2: very passive aggressive Italian. Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: it's, a okay. named, uh, it's a guy named. It's a guy named Antonio
2: and. Antonio
1: no 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 no. because
2: then he could be called Tony
1: Tito Tito we'll call him Tito Uh, his manager's name is Tito and he says hey hey, Norman you gotta play you gotta play Johnny Blaze look at him he's on the motorcycle you're on the motorcycle it's perfect I I apologize to anyone who like for that awful voice but it was uh, that I that's from now from now on in to infinity that is what I imagine Norman Reedus's manager's voice sounds like boy or girl I don't care if he's managed by a woman that's what she sounds like oh Jesus (laughs) miracles like this is awful (laughs) at least that was like laughing uh, like I made you cough laughing rather than just you coughing and and, uh, ruining it for everyone
2: sorry but um, I thought you were gonna do the Jewish approach
1: no, no, I was not going to do that. Oh. I don't even know why I picked that voice. It just sounded like somebody in a, <laughs> po- in, a in a position of power. So I, it is what it is.
2: I think you've been watching too much Godfather.
1: Hey, or Mad Men, God. Yeah, probably. Or probably. the Sopranos. Or the Sopranos, Hey, have you ever seen The Wire? Or yeah. the Sup- you have. Okay, everyone should watch The Wire. Everyone should watch The Sopranos. Everyone, you know, everyone tells you to watch uh, um, Breaking Bad. Fine, but before yeah. the bra- before Breaking Bad, we had The Sopranos. We had The Wire. All very, very good. Uh, uh, the Shield too. The Shield was fantastic. I bring that up because Michael Chiklis was in the Don't Look Up. Um, So it says, uh, however, given the latter series' questionable status within the Marvel Cinematic Universe canon, it's safe to say that we (laughs) could be seeing a different ghostwriter in the superhero franchise at some point. Evidently, Norman Reedus is interested in the role judging by his social media activity. Best known for playing Daryl Dixon on the (laughs) long-running AMC series Coughing. It's not actually (laughs) called Coughing. Miracles Coughing. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, uh, On the AMC series and Murphy McManus in the Boondock Saints movies. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Uh, Norman Reedus... (laughs)
2: I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm trying.
1: Norman Reedus. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, this is awful. You know uh, what? I I just hit stop recording, but we have to finish recording.
2: Wait, wait. Before.
1: Drink more water.
2: I will. Nah, it's fine. We don't need it. No.
1: Um.
2: <clears throat> okay. Okay. I'm done. I'm okay. sorry, you guys. I don't know what's happening. Like all of a sudden, I had like a good week where I didn't do coughing. And then all of a sudden, the cough is coming back.
1: Unreal. Okay, so uh, we're picking up where we left off. Reedus also shared an Instagram post depicting fan art uh, as the fiery superhero and passing along the rumor that Marvel Studios has already picked an actor to bring the character to life. Assuming this is true, it remains to be seen if Reedus is that actor. But the Walking Dead star has also made it clear on numerous occasions that he wants to play Ghost Rider, including Uh, telling ComicBook.com back in July that he wants his face to turn into a fire skull and uh, whip a chain around. So uh, part of this could be like in the past. It would have been like an actor uh, after they got hired. Would do like subtle promotions like that to like build hype, but yeah. now it could just be an actor campaigning for a role, yeah. Um, so, uh, I want to show this art here. There's this art that somebody found is really, really good.
2: I like it, yeah. Like, that, I think he should be the next ghostwriter. That because, art. um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. they had their own version of Ghostwriter, it wasn't Nicolas Cage, it was like some other actor, no, it was
1: Robbie Reyes. It was, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. um, but I look know. at this. Look, I mean, the people listening can't can't see it yeah. but the art is really really good
2: <coughs> his skull like it's half of his um real face and yep. the other half is a skull like the signature ghostwriter feel and i also the reason why i like ghostwriter because it talks a lot about like uh christianity like, yeah subtle hints of it like the second ghostwriter movie um there was a son he was like the son of the devil mm-hmm. and um johnny blaze his Goal was to protect this kid because, like, they didn't want him to be in the wrong hands. Okay. And I had, like, a huge crush on him. And I was, like, writing down his real name so I can, like, find him later. <laughs> Just the Google pictures.
1: Save him to a, fi- a file in your phone called Apron or something like that? Um,
2: no. No.
1: <laughs> Um, would you like to see? Would, would you think he would play a, be a good Ghost Rider?
2: I think so because I like how he plays as Daryl.
1: He's a unique choice. Uh, I feel like Hollywood tends to go more like uh, I always look at it as like film class mm-hmm. and and TV class tend to be very different. Yeah. Uh, whether that's like whenever people say who should play this role, I almost always give TV actors because I like TV more mm-hmm. in general than movie actors. But yeah. they tend to be like the the person you see starring on a television show. Yeah. will usually have a, a supporting role yeah. in the actual movie. Mm-hmm. So I would rather see more really talented journeyman television actors get leading roles in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But I know that that's not always the, <coughs> the sole consi- you know, Talent isn't necessarily the sole consideration for yeah. how these roles are, are granted. I
2: think he could do it.
1: Yep, I do too. Uh, he he kind of fits that yeah I, I know uh, he fits mm-hmm. that persona. Um, when we're finished with the segment, I know uh, yeah. I got so it. yeah, so it says best, uh, if Norman Reedus wants to, uh, were to join the MCU as Ghost Rider or any other character, he'd be the latest Walking Dead actor to step foot in the massive franchise with others including Michael Rooker, Denai Gira, <coughs> uh, Ross Marquand, uh, and Lauren Ridloff. I don't know those last. Three. I don't um, know them. Um, They're
2: not familiar to me.
1: And if droves of fan support wasn't enough to at least put Redis on Marvel Studios' scope, The Walking Dead showrunner Angela Kang also recently voiced her support for the actor playing Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Norman Reedus also had a little Marvel experience under his belt voice acting Frank Castle as the Punisher. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's actually really So
2: cool. he can do it. Yep. He can do it. So I'm excited Uh,
1: In the animated movie Iron Man Rise of the Technovore I I love That's a bummer too Because I love uh, I love John Bernthal's voice As Punisher Yeah Uh, I I love that portrayal Um, (coughs) So uh, I I think it would be cool To see that I I wonder if they're talking About movie Or if they're talking About TV show Mm. I feel like Ghost Rider Would be TV show like I don't see them Giving him a movie then now. Then
2: will they do something Like how they did With Constantine Where like They have like One episode talking about This one de- um, demon Demon And then next episode, a ghost.
1: Possibly. I I, I see it probably being more like less episodic and more streamlined Mm -hmm. segment by segment. Like uh, I see it being one long story.
2: Oh, like how supernatural was. Yes.
1: Well, no, like like Hawkeye was one general story from episode one to episode six. Mm -hmm. I see them going the same way. I I don't see them doing episode of the week type stuff. (laughs) Uh. We will see.
2: I don't know.
1: Maybe we will see. Uh, I think that he would be really good at it, but uh, don't have him voice the Punisher. Bring John Bernthal back to voice uh, to voice the you Punisher. You just
2: have a man crush on him.
1: I have. Uh, I think he has a fantastic voice for that role. It, it, it very it very mm-hmm. much works for me. So, uh, if Marvel wants to announces who will play the the new Ghost Rider, whether it's Norman Reedus or someone else, we here at Cinema Blend will let you know. Yeah, so that's their promotion mm-hmm. for it. Uh, I, I think he could do it.
2: I think he could. Okay. I'm kind of excited for
1: it. Yeah. I am excited. I, I actually am fairly excited to see uh, a new look at at least how uh, Norman Reedus would look as uh, as Ghost Rider. It's just a weird character that you just don't see much talked about these days. Yeah, so, for sure. Uh, it's like one of those things where I just uh, I don't think about it that much. I like the Robbie Reyes portrayal in, in like at season four of uh, Agents of Sh- No, of Agents of Shield. Uh,
2: didn't they have one for Legends oh that's DC my bad yes
1: I was like what why Uh,
2: didn't you correct me I look um, like a fool uh,
1: but it's uh, it's one of those things where I just don't I just don't think about it that much Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah It could work, but to me, it's one of those things where I'm just, uh, it'll definitely be a show. I don't think it'll end up being a movie. Uh, I I, I don't see, especially with, like, unless, if they did a movie, they wouldn't cast Norman Reedus. They would cast somebody younger. I can almost guarantee you.
2: What if it's an older one?
1: I just don't think they'd do it. I I don't think they'd put the money behind.
2: Wait, wait, wait. What if it's an older Ghostwriter? So the first Ghostwriter. So Mm -hmm. have you watched the movies? Mm Mm-hmm. So like long you know, time ago. So the first movie, basically the original Ghost Rider, he had a horse and he was a little bit yep. older.
1: That was Sam Elliott played him, I think. Mm-hmm. So
2: is it going to be like that where it's an older Ghost no. Rider? No, not ah. in
1: Marvel. Not in Marvel. They're not going to do that. They're going to pick young and, uh, yeah. I, I just don't see that. In fact, I, I think the most likely explanation is that they go with uh, a television version and cast somebody like Norman Reedus. So mm-hmm. we will see. We will see. <sighs> Mara, uh, and uh, <coughs> just a heads up, Miracle is still coughing, yep. um, which is going to be interesting because it's her segment. It's time for her segment. She's it's doing
2: anime time. She's,
1: she's doing her segment. Uh, this is going to be a little bit uh, different than we normally do. Um, she's going to read this article here from I'm uh, News Network. I'm actually reading. She's going to read this article. Yeah. Uh, my face is kind of blocking this right now because of the way the OBS is set up. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have to bear with us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so... <laughs>
2: She's it's gonna, okay. She's
1: gonna try to not cough through the whole thing. Um
2: I got a cough drop in my mouth and I got my sweater on.
1: Okay. So uh <laughs> uh you, you wanna start with this first article about uh the voice actor?
2: Yeah, so um this is rumors the same thing like how our ghostwriters won. I wish I did a transition to it, but we did it. So uh Junji Ito voices a character in upcoming Uzumaki anime so he wrote That anime and There's rumors that he's going to voice one Of the characters which is really unusual for Like creators wait so
1: he's not normally a voice Actor he's just a writer
2: yeah he's a writer And okay. if you're not familiar with Ito uh, Basically he's known for his horror Animes right. you can watch a couple Of them on Country Roll and Netflix I believe okay Tim has a couple of Mangas here I like The one that's called uh, Remina. Yeah, Rumina It's basically They name a planet After this girl And then the planet Like they zoom in And that planet's gonna crash into Earth And destroy all of Earth's Life forms And they blame her And they try to like Kill her as a sacrifice
1: Before we go on You know what I'm gonna <sighs> do Just to switch this up This is gonna be a little bit weird Yeah Even though there's no Third camera there I'm switching this to Oh, to we should
2: have A stuffed animal uh, we <laughs> That we way ha- people
1: can Look at the article While we're doing this um,
2: Yeah, we should have A stuffed animal for it but okay so time for me to read this lovely article mm-hmm. the twitter account for the anime of um junji ito's uzumaki horror manga began streaming a behind the scenes video on saturday revealing that junji okay i'm not pronouncing his full name i'm sorry because i'm gonna i feel like i'm gonna mess up his name so ito is voicing a character in the Anime the video shows A caption stating disclaimer We can't say which character he's Voicing yet dun dun dun
1: So uh, Then we go down here and and there's
2: the list Of voice actors for each character And that's one of his Mangas that he wrote The four episode miniseries will Premiere on Toonami oh ooh, They're the same people And there's a stink bug they're the same people Who um, did Dragon Ball I believe Okay. but um the anime will originally slate to debut debut on tsunami in 2020 before it premiered in japan but the anime was delayed in 2021 it was delayed again in october 2022
1: to, uh, to october 2022 Sorry, we're not in tw- we're not in 2022 <laughs> yet you're not from the f- We are not from the future <laughs> i'm um, a wizard <laughs> she's a wizard um I'm a
2: time lord. But yeah, thank you for the correction and the stink bug fell to your bottom.
1: I don't know what that means.
2: No, like there was a stink bug on your chair. I was like eyeing it while reading Right there? Yeah, it's like under your chair now. Like, I think you're sitting on it. It's fine. Keep going. (laughs) It remains unclear if the anime will still debut on Toonami before anime in light of both the new delay and the earlier delay. Uh, Hiroshi... Nope, not gonna pronounce that because I feel like I'm gonna mess it. But Nagahama. Uh, Nagahama um, is directing the mini-series at Light um, Studio. I like Drive. literally
1: have you read these <laughs> so that you cannot screw up because you're gonna be better at pronouncing the names than me. And then and just and you're just you're just like I'm not gonna say it anyways. So that's perfect for us. Like I'm like <laughs> I feel all smart. I'm like I'm gonna have her read it because she's gonna understand it better. She's gonna know what's going on. And then she's like, Yeah, I'm not reading that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep not reading that productions of igus adult swim Ooh, adult swim you guys were lucky and co-producing the anime
1: so basically you're excited about this because you think that it's going to be good that the creator is voicing a character
2: yeah because like i knew like when they first released the idea of like his horror anime series so mm-hmm. it was like And logically A lot of Can't talk Um, Basically they had a mini series Of each of his manga series So like one episode was one manga And I thought it was a good idea For me Even though it was a good idea I felt like it was rushed Because like you can't really talk about it And he's very passionate What do you mean
1: they can't really talk about it?
2: Like key details Because I I feel like um, How Venom Let there be carnage Like you can rush over things That could be key details to the storyline
1: You mean the 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 actual Storytelling was yeah. rushed Not the production Yeah Okay Alright Keep going
2: Yeah So But I still think They executed well But I wish like He had like More to like Say into the productions Because like There was one episode Where You mean him as
1: the creator <coughs> You wish he had had more Say yeah. in how things were Produced And how yeah. the final product Okay
2: Like how Um jk rowling was for harry potter a little bit
1: she uh she owns the rights to to everything so she's not gonna give Mm -hmm. up uh give up control um that's interesting uh so i i think it's weird uh i mean uh, for instance i would not expect jk rowling to come in and voice characters in harry potter book nor would i expect her to be an actress because they're two different mediums
2: yeah but the reason why i'm kind of excited because like you might like hear Like something different Like maybe he might be A really good voice yeah, actor He just ends
1: up being Really good at it And this just Just turns into what he does For the rest of his career That'd He's like I don't need
2: To write manga stories anymore mm. I can just do this Hire okay. me Because like um, Legit voice actors Make bank
1: And and what was the name Of this product production again? Junji mm. Ito to, Okay the the name of the Is is Uzumaki The name of the anime? Yeah Okay so Uzumaki Is the name of the anime And it's coming Let's find out. Did you say when it was coming out here? That, no, that's the one that was delayed. To, so it's going to be October of 2022. Yeah. So it's coming up about eight to ten months from now.
2: Yeah, and also, um, if you you can see the cover art for it, Brett's picture is kind of blocking it. Yeah, so you can kind of see it. Yep. Kind of excited for it. Yep.
1: I hate the I, I hate the Anime News Network layout. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know why it's laid out that way, but I'm I, mean, <coughs> I am personally not a fan. Yeah. Um but that that's cool. I mean, you, anytime you're excited about something, that's mm-hmm. cool because like you like uh, the animes that you like mm-hmm. uh, seems like they come up pretty infrequently. So yeah. when you can get news for it, that's good
2: for me. Like um, I don't really prefer horror animes because like they kind of freak me out, especially um, Itō's kind of drawings. Like they. What f- about
1: them freak you up?
2: Because, like, they kind of get into your, like, psyche. So, like, when he writes his stories, this is why I kind of... I like them, but I don't like them at the same same time. It gets into your mind because, like, you think it's going to go a different way, but he twists it on you. So, like, how I was talking about his manga series, uh, Romina. Okay. Like, how there was a planet that was going to destroy Earth, and everybody's, like, full panic mode. They're like, we don't know what to do. But then, all of a sudden, they turn to the little this 16 year old girl that the planet is named after because her dad named it after her and they're like oh you're the reason why we're gonna die we have to sacrifice you so basically in the whole manga they're just chasing after her there was one guy that really has a crush on her because she's known to be really pretty and he's like just marry me and she's like i'm not marrying you you weirdo and he's like then die and then um this guy that was really in love with her and like um and she was in love of him he got shot while and protecting her and this is a horror anime yeah okay he does psychological thrillers okay. too cool. um like he did one manga series that was called Frankenstein okay. so he has like his own version of that classic story mm-hmm. but there's other stories too where like there's the classic one where the girl like her head turns into a spiral
1: <laughs> so if there if not horror what's your favorite uh genre
2: i i like um Ooh, that's really good because like the romance ones, they're kind of funny. Uh, but I prefer shonen. So shonen means action. Okay, I prefer it more because I feel like there's more, uh, there's better storytelling in them. Even though, like, Bleach is over 700 episodes long. That's so long.
1: That's so much stuff.
2: It's like full dedication. Like, you need to give up your whole career.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not. <coughs> it, I, I don't think there's anything I would like. I, even shows that I love, I don't think I could watch 700 episodes of.
2: I think it's 700 plus. And wow. then, like, they're releasing, like, the last arc, which I'm kind of excited for.
1: Very excited for, apparently. Yeah. I'm As really
2: it, excited because there's more blood.
1: It's, like, the most excited I've seen you.
2: I get excited seeing you back home. Yeah, <laughs>
1: this is uh, this is the other article you found here was the Akira. Um, so th- we we talk about this quite a bit uh, about the the conditions that are different from industry to industry. Yeah, uh, and it says Akira film Easter egg hints at artist exasperation with workload. Uh, go ahead.
2: Okay, I thought we were going to talk about the different one, but let's talk about that because I exit (laughs) out.
1: Well, just... uh, Oh, okay. I'll 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 just read a little bit of this one because I I did find something that she mentioned earlier, and we'll just go through this really quick. It says, the 1988 Akira anime film directed by the manga creators Katasuhiro Otomo, Yep, uh, is considered a classic among animation aficionados for its rich background art and animation details. It's so dense, in fact, that it's possible for viewers to notice things even over 30 years later. Mm-hmm. One such detail recently circulated on Twitter with a user pointing out that a member of the staff left an Easter egg message in Number 25's prophecy scene. The message <laughs> is written... What?
2: No, I just think it's funny because, like, you don't think that creators would do this or, like, artists would do this and, like, nobody checked it because... How they do the process, they double-check it.
1: Okay.
2: So I still think it's funny. and this But is it a snuck th-
1: it's something that snuck through? Yeah, okay. like
2: how Disney writes the word S-E-X in Lion King. Uh,
1: oh, God. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, the message is written with English letters but contains a certain meaning in Japanese, which translates roughly as follows. Why do we have to draw every little detail like this? Cut it out already. Come on. <laughs> Incidentally, such Easter eggs aren't <coughs> unusual in animation. With VFX artists, oh, that one I don't know, mm-hmm. Young Hao Vong, uh, yeah. pr- uh, pointing out another instance of a hidden message in episode seven of Atomo's Freedom Project. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I imagine that stuff's pretty common. In the what prompted me to actually like at, want to include just this quick uh, mm-hmm. article was that you mentioned that of artists who actually who've actually died of overwork.
2: Yeah, because like Japan, one of Japan and Korea, they're number one. Uh, deaths is overworking so yep. there is cases where they overwork like they're working and they die at their workplace yep.
1: so this one says veteran anime artist allegedly dies of overwork in japan yeah see um it says this anime would su- uh, the the anime world would suffer uh would suffer a. Oh, I'm sorry. The anime world. I keep saying you say industry. The anime world recently suffered a great loss upon the passing of a talented animator who had ha, who has worked on multiple beloved titles such as Bleach and Naruto. 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 Yeah.
2: Um, a key factor if you want to learn um, Japanese, it's a very lazy language. So they drop constants a lot. <laughs> A lot like that's mm-hmm. what my Japanese teacher taught us she was like yeah so when you say um, How it's spelled it looks longer but they throw out a lot of the consonants mm-hmm. or like Ohayo gozaimasu, Even though it's not m- morning right now mm-hmm. it's like more like afternoon but it's very lazy so it's naruto
1: So it says, uh, veteran artist and storyboard art director Kazunori Mizuno reportedly passed away on March 19th, Mm -hmm. but the news of his death was not immediately announced. He was 52 years old. Uh, For unknown reasons, the news of his passing only broke out after his colleagues mourned his loss by posting messages about the talented artist on Twitter. Although Mizuno's actual cause of death was not officially made known, observers believe that he died from overwork, which in Japan is known as a uh, a result of, uh, what is it, Kurushi? Mm-hmm. Kuroshi, is that how you pronounce that? Yeah. According to Gobayano. Uh so it says, uh Kazunori Mizuno has passed away. He's been working in the industry for about thirty years and is known for directing the better episodes of Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> well Matt, well <coughs> while not many outside Japan may be familiar with Mizuno, his work should be uh should be enough to speak for his talent. During his mm-hmm. thirty years in the anime industry, uh he has worked on the anime masterpiece Akira, uh Naruto uh and then Bleach. Yeah, so a, a lot of these that that somebody like you would be very very familiar with. Yeah,
2: they're like um but Akira even though it's a film, it's not one of the big 3. This article
1: is m- manipulative though cuz yeah. it says they never actually found out his actual cause of death. They're saying they just suspect. Well, that it was because overworked. they
2: don't want to talk about it, but in Japan and Korea, the number one death in workmen and workwomen is overworking. Yeah. Wow. They like legit die at their desks while working. Reports
1: of such uh, Didn't we watch a documentary uh, like a VICE documentary about overworking but that yeah, was in Korea. I put it on. But that was in Korea, right?
2: It was in China. It was in China. Yeah, China is like almost oh. facing the same thing Oh too.
1: yeah, and they had to like blur out the faces so that yeah. the people wouldn't get in trouble.
2: Yeah, so basically That's
1: crazy. Yeah,
2: like basically they go to work and then go to sleep. Sometimes they don't even go home to sleep. They go sleep They sleep in, in
1: the office like they in had the like office. they had cots or like bed like mini rooms in the office for them yeah. to sleep. Wow.
2: Yeah, it's really sad, and like their diets are really bad, too, because animators, they don't get paid a lot. I keep on warning people this. If you do want to be an animator in Japan, shoot your shots, but you're not going to get paid Report, that much.
1: Reports of such artists being underpaid, overworked, and getting little to no vacation have recently become a hot topic within the industry. They literally talk about that here yeah, a good in this an- article. Yeah,
2: a good anime, even though it's a boys' love anime, um, that talks about the subject is called. What the
1: boys' loves. Z- say that again. Uh,
2: it, it's basically uh a guy's relationship anime. Okay. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's called Jinjo Romantica. There's an episode where they have a manga artist and they talk about it because manga artists um, suffered the same thing too, where they get overworked. Yeah. They don't get enough sleep. They have to hit the deadline. If they don't, they get in trouble for it. Crunch time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they have zero sleep. Their diets are terrible. You don't even see your family too
1: Very sad Mm -hmm. Like uh, Most of
2: them are single too Which is
1: weird too Because we like (sighs) Uh there's like um, in the past in America, it's been a very hot topic to you know. There's like the considered like the fetishization of mm-hmm. like work and like uh, or mm-hmm. what they call hustle culture now. Yeah. But there's also this competing narrative of like work life balance. Yeah. Which uh, if you're into hustle culture, you believe all people who don't who do otherwise uh, as lazy. Mm-hmm. And if you if you believe in work life balance, you believe as uh, everybody who's into like. I hate that term hustle, but mm-hmm. like who who believe in hard work as uh, soulless or motivated by the wrong thing maybe, or that it's unhealthy for them. Yeah. So there's like a, at least a conversation about what what it means here in America. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like it's even really a huge like over there. It's just a fact of life.
2: Yeah, and then like Europe, especially in uh, I think Spain, mm-hmm. they're known for siestas. Mm-hmm. So like where they take a long period of break. Yeah. Which uh, for me, I'm like I, I can't do it. Because I, like I, I feel weird Not working So like Brett and I Have terrible sleep schedules Because we're constantly Looking for articles we, um Like how Brett complained In a couple of episodes I sent him over Nine plus um, Articles to see What he wants to talk about He doesn't sleep I don't sleep We're kind of
1: I sleep I, I sleep from like 4am to 8am And then I wake up at 5am to 8am usually
2: Dude last night I had the weirdest sleep schedule So I went to sleep around 2 in the morning And then I woke up at 6 and I couldn't go back to sleep Until Mm 7
1: uh it, with other jobs and stuff to do like mm-hmm. it's it's hard it, when you when, <coughs> when you when when you've got other stuff to do you've got work you've got this yeah. uh life isn't easy so it's uh it's it is what it is I, I, I but sleep like poor sleep has always been a part of my life it had nothing to do with Same. work i had, i uh, i had a horrible sleep schedule mm-hmm. uh even though i worked uh nights so like i would mm-hmm. still go to bed super late uh mm-hmm. so it never really uh it's always been a fact of my life when yeah. i was from when i was young to now i so used that,
2: to where um work 12 hour shifts Mm. Oh. as my first job
1: that's not uh, i mean that's that's pretty common here in america that's a, like when you think about 12 it 12 like hour a, shifts
2: uh seven days a week
1: hot, not well not seven days a week you shouldn't have been doing that but like if you're if you're working and mm-hmm. you got to make you make ends meet it is what it is mm-hmm. uh but yeah sleep is uh sleep is important uh, it's something i could definitely be doing better with yeah let's talk about the fun one Let's talk, oh, yeah. one, uh, uh, let's talk about the fun yeah! Let's talk about the fun one. Change this of is, subject. Uh, well, you know. Uh, M- Miracle brought this one. We got to rescape. I hate this website. I, Anime News Network, I, I hate you and your framing. You uh, need to uh, fix your, your website. You know, also, yeah.
2: I don't appreciate that your website has these weird ads.
1: Can't do nothing about it. Yeah. But if you want to go ahead and, uh, and read it, because I know nothing about this, and Miracle was very excited about this. I
2: thought you knew this, because it came out in 2001.
1: No, I, I knew nothing about this.
2: It started DDR.
1: Oh, well, I don't play DDR. I did post a a joke the other day of uh, it's a DDR RAM chip. Yeah. And then next to it says DDR RAM. uh, It's it's a DDR RAM and it's a DDR RAM chip. And then it says DDR RAM and it's a RAM playing Dance Dance Revolution. Oh,
2: (laughs) that's so cute. Uh, It's
1: very adorable. So.
2: If anybody remembers early YouTube days, this song was super popular. Is that
1: the name of the song right there?
2: Yeah, Caramel Dancing.
1: (laughs) Okay, keep going because I'm I'm learning along with the audience right now.
2: Okay, so Caramel Dancing, song owners, copyrighted strike.
1: Copyright strike.
2: Copyright. Yeah, Chris corrected me because I keep on saying write as in like writing.
1: (laughs) Copyright strike. It's one word.
2: Yeah, copyright strike youtube documentary contesting the memes origins
1: the origins of memes it's a beautiful world we live in these Mm -hmm. days
2: i think it's funny because i actually like brett asked me to pre-read some of these articles i pre-read the whole thing of this okay and i thought it was funny so a youtube documentary tracing the history of caramel dancing anime oh she's okay (laughs) sorry stink bug flew in my face uh anime fandom meme was taken down from the platform on Monday after receiving eight separate copyright <laughs> strikes from the song's records label Mixed Records. Why the
1: hell would it get eight?
2: Because.
1: Why would why would the one same place give them eight strikes? How can you strike the same thing eight times from one account?
2: They don't explain it, but I still think it's funny. The documentary creator, Jan Me... Uh, Ma- Masali, it looks like. Masali, yeah. I was trying to pronounce it this morning. And Masali, I, was like, I think. Masali, okay. Claims that... That the company has been abusing YouTube's copyright system To control the narrative And suppress the spread of the documentary Which contests the meme's origin Which is true
1: Very common in in YouTube For the copyright Mm -hmm. strike system To be abused um, a lot of these places, like, like say you want um, uh, to stop somebody from releasing news that you find contrary to, like, what you want coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you make it, fi- you, you take away the financial incentive. So what they yeah. do is uh, you release a video on a topic. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is something that's only going to be relevant for the next 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And you copyright claim it. And that way it has to be reviewed. So by the time the article is once again monetized, or whatever they're talking about is once again monetized, hmm it's already passed its sell by date and nobody cares about it anymore. So in the views have already been gained, you know, it's already gained its views. Mm-hmm. So you may, the, the person who puts it out will make no, almost none of the revenue off of it, yeah. which discourages them from making content in that sphere.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, according to the, the documentary, which has been reposted on Nico Nico, the song Cameral Dancing was originally released by a Swedish pop band. This is the fun fact that I told Brett because he was like, I don't care about this Japanese crap. And I'm like, I did not say <laughs> that.
1: I did not say that. I said, I don't care about this meme from 2001.
2: I like my version better. <laughs>
1: You're awful. Like she's, I, like, trying to make me look bad.
2: I just what love the, you. What the frick was that? <laughs> you know
1: damn well that I never said anything like that.
2: I just love you. I apologize. He did not say that. I just like being dramatic on the show.
1: Yeah, let's make it dramatic by making my co-host look like a horrible person.
2: You're not horrible. Even though people have told you to be nicer to me.
1: Well, now I'm not going to be because they're telling me to be nicer and you're trying to make me look bad. (laughs) So, you know what? Keep going. Otherwise, I'm going to kick you off.
2: Oh, God. You can't kick off your co-host. I
1: can totally kick off my co-host.
2: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's actually Swedish Origins and they do have a remix for Japanese and English. So if you still want to watch it, it's still on YouTube.
1: So it says, however, the version Mm -hmm. proliferated by the popular internet meme is sped up remix that initially posted on 4chan in 2006. Mm -hmm. Remixed Records later released a version of the song in 2008 that was identical to the fan remix and called it the the original English version in the YouTube video description. The music video also features dancing animated girls called the Caramella Girls who were heavily inspired by the memes. Uh, Masali acclaims the remix records has engaged in a concerted effort to erase the meme's origin. In 2019 the song was rebranded to credit the Caramella Girls instead of Caramel, it's interesting. Uh, the poster, DJ Speedy Cake, <laughs> who's believed to be the first remixer, also isn't acknowledged in any way. I think it's an attempt to make people think that Caramella Girls were always there, Misali told Kotaku. This worked because today a lot of people think that the Caramella Girls wrote Caramel Danson uh, that it's Carmel Danson. Kimmel yeah. dancing, yeah, or or at least they made the, the or at least that they made the meme remix. Missali has also claimed that since its video release, there's been a co- they've been in contact with Remixed Records co-owner Giovanni Sconfienza. Mm-hmm. Uh, who has sent some, quote, vaguely threatening statements, including a direct threat to use Scof- uh, to use YouTube's copyright system to take down Masali's YouTube channel entirely. Masali also wrote on Twitter <coughs> that Scafienza has claimed that the video contains, quote, misinformation. He offered assistance in creating a, quote, more accurate documentary, but Masali said that, uh, that they find the corrections difficult to believe. Mm-hmm. As of this article's posting, the video is still unavailable on Masali's YouTube channel. They are currently in the process of contesting the claims under fair use. Woo. This was this is the story that excited you this much.
2: Yeah, because...
1: I want you to tell me about why this meme is so important to you. I
2: remember I watched... Um, so, early days of YouTube, you remember the animations where you can put a song over it? Like, you had to figure out a way to overlap a song and, like, put your video on it. Like, early video editing
1: my favorite was the uh somebody made the uh made a music video version of the night santa went crazy by weird al It's <laughs> uh, stick figure animation it's really good
2: yeah so the reason why i loved it because they had the naruto version and it had all the characters like do the caramel dance so basically it's very simple you just fold your hands above your head <laughs> like keep, this like keep, keep going. on doing this and then you move your hip Back and forth While doing that
1: Want to go and Do that for us
2: No uh, My hips are too wide They don't lie
1: that, No man I would have paid you To not make that joke
2: <laughs> <laughs> How much would you pay
1: uh, A dollar
2: Oh It's not worth maybe, it
1: Maybe 75 cents May, oh. maybe, maybe 80 cents Speaking
2: about Shakira um, There was a Episode of Ugly Betty That I watch Where like Ugly Betty Made that joke She was like Hips don't lie And, and Shakira said Don't say that
1: Yeah it's not funny
2: <laughs> yeah she was like It's not funny And then like her boss Did the same thing Where he's like Shakira Hips don't lie And Betty was like No 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 She hates that
1: Her hips do lie Her her hips lie Why? Cause I said so
2: Okay You know who doesn't lie? Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre. Doctor Dr. 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 Dre. Dr. Dre does not lie. Yeah, he doesn't lie about this court.
1: Nope. Uh, this is. Uh, I, I. I feel like we are finally. We are finishing the story. Uh, we reported. Reported. We didn't report. We talked about. Yeah. I say that like we're report. I'm your Lois Lane, and I am uh, a much uglier Clark Kent when he worked for the Daily. Don't Planter. say you're ugly. Uh, Who told you you're ugly? Um. So, <laughs> Doctor Dre reaches one hundred million dollar divorce settlement with Nicole Young. Oof.
2: What is Nicole Young known for?
1: I have no idea, but imagine having $100 million and not having a name that you're uh, known enough about to, to be worth that much money. That's a lot of money, man.
2: Look at Bill Gates' wife. Ex-wife, I mean.
1: Ex-wife. But you know who's doing well? (coughs) Bezos. Oh, yeah. Uh, Somebody posted, like, I was looking through stuff the other day, like, look at these pictures of buff Jeff Bezos.
2: With his young girlfriend.
1: Yeah, well, the young girlfriend would happen even if he wasn't buff, uh, (laughs) given how much money he has. Come at me, feminists, right? Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm I'm kidding, kind of.
2: He's uh, uncancelable.
1: Uh, that's not true. A- anybody can be canceled, but mm. uh, except for Mel Gibson, apparently. Mel Gibson is uncancelable for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Bezos looking super buff, and I'm just like, well, yeah. If you've got like a gazillion dollars, and you can afford a personal trainer uh, and everything, I, I'm just going to make excuses instead.
2: You know what Jeff Bezos reminds me of? He what? reminds me of Minnie Me.
1: Oh my God, kind of, yeah. <laughs>
2: because that stupid head. eye. It's the
1: eye and the head. Yeah, you're right. Holy crap. <laughs> so it says, uh, this is an, an article from Elise Dupree at E! Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, more than a year after Nicole Young filed for divorce <laughs> from Dr. Dre, the, ex, uh, uh, the exes appear to have reached a settlement. Get the details on who gets what. Mm-hmm. A source tells E! News that Dr. Dre agreed to pay his ex-wife, one hundred million dollars, fifty million now, and fifty million a year from, and fifty million a year from now.
2: Dude, that's a big paycheck. Ugh.
1: I want to get that paycheck and just frame it.
2: You know, you can just date Doctor Three. I
1: could do that. I could, uh, I, I could just ask Doctor. You could. Uh, you. How about you do it? I think you, something tells me you have a better chance than me. Nah. No. 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 Nah, no. Uh-uh. I.
2: I don't do rappers.
1: Well that is good to know. Then.
2: I don't I don't do rappers. I'm well actually I did do a rapper. <laughs> but but I, I don't do that anymore.
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna let that one sit out there I'm letting that one sit out there. I got no I I've got no comment. So even <laughs> if you were gonna get fifty million now and fifty million a year from now, you're not gonna you're not gonna
2: Well like But then that means I'm committed yeah,
1: but she got fifty million dollars. Come on, man. Oh. It says Dr. Dre will keep the properties and rights to his music and stock options. Okay, so he's basically buying her out so that she can't get her hands on like the you know the 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 music rights mm-hmm. and the properties probably net way more yeah. than just a cash settlement for right? sure. Um. Uh, as for Nicole, she will receive a Rolls Royce, a Cadillac, oh. limo, Escalade, motorcycle, and Range Rover. Plus, she gets to keep her designer clothing, jewelry, bags, and fur, which are estimated to be worth millions of dollars. Remember this stuff. When celebrities lecture you on uh, on stuff that uh, they, they shouldn't be lecturing you on, mm-hmm. when you feel like you're being talked down to by rich celebrities, remember cases like this, uh, and remember that they have no right to lecture you because they don't have any clue what the average adult human human experience is like in current year.
2: Yeah, Gal Dot. Don't sing that life would be better without money.
1: Yeah, well, she shouldn't sing Imagine ever. Yeah. Um, she's just not a singer. Gal Gadot is fantastic, but she's just not a singer. It's not her fault. That, <laughs>
2: uh, but
1: maybe <mainly laughs> bad judgment choosing to make that. But uh, <laughs> what can you do? It was the beginning of the pandemic. Everybody was a little nuts.
2: She's just pretty.
1: She is very pretty. <laughs> Uh, she, so she gets to keep her millions of dollars worth of designer clothing, bags, and fur. I thought, isn't fur canceled? Aren't you not allowed to to wear Shh, fur anymore? It's faux fur. Well, it doesn't say, th- it sh- say that. It doesn't say faux sh- fur.
2: That's what you tell PETA. That's
1: Did you see the article about PETA protesting The Witcher season two? Yeah. Because of horses?
2: I wanted to send you that article so we can talk about it, but I was like, nah. I,
1: I wanted to, but then I'm horse like, horse meat uh,
2: tastes way too good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they did an episode of the show Bones involving horse meat. Um,
2: dude, it's really good.
1: That's disgusting. No, it's not. I've never had horse meat.
2: It, dude, it's sweeter than any meat. That's
1: literally what they say in the episode. He's like, sweet, lean. Ugh. No. 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 no, no it's really good. Everybody cancel Miracle for no. Do horse you meat. have
2: to cancel the whole, um, the whole country, Japan, because they serve it really well.
1: Well. I'm, we're not in Japan right now and I'm not eating horse meat
2: I'm going to feed you a horse meat burger
1: that's never going to happen. And if you do, you'll, you're fired. I'm fired. <laughs> you're fired from this, uh, this voluntary show that we do. <laughs> you're fired.
2: I so, can't be fired from your life. I love you too much.
1: I can fire you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love you too much, man.
1: It says uh, E! News has reached out to Nicole's attorney, Samantha Spector, and Dr. Dre's la- uh, lawyer, Laura Wasser. Wow.
2: These are not real names.
1: No, well, no, that's good for them. They both had uh, female lawyers. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Progressive, progressive, and, and
2: first you made fun of feminists. <laughs> now you're trying to be back on their team. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm on their team, man. I'm, I'm,
2: yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, we're terrible. It's people. hard. It's hard
1: to do that in this segment where this lady's getting a hundred million dollars. It's, it's, it's a. I'm kidding. Uh, people, people can never take a joke, but I'm clearly kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I- in a world now where humor is no longer actually allowed. That's bad mm-hmm. because you're not allowed to make jokes about anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, humor is canceled.
2: Why? Uh, it,
1: which is okay for me because I'm not funny.
2: Yeah, you but, are. But if
1: you're, if you're like a funny... Imagine being a funny person and you've got all these funny jokes that will be offensive to like point zero percent like of people because everything is offensive to someone mm-hmm. and you're just not allowed to be funny anymore.
2: But you know, laughter is the best medicine, right?
1: Yeah, until you get canceled for laughing.
2: But... How how can you fix people If you can't fix them With laughter That's a good and, question And like you know You should put that
1: On a t-shirt and sell it
2: I know And then fun tip um, Women like funny guys It's science
1: I think I mentioned that On the episode <laughs> Yeah you have mentioned it. mentioned it I already mentioned Yeah the Pete Davidson one It's uh, if, you're, if you make a woman laugh Her eyes are closed longer So she can't tell How ugly you are It's
2: science It's science it's You It's science guys, You can't cancel humor You, you can't, can't cancel it That's it. all I have I only have personality
1: Rogan Rogan shouldn't be Cancelled for humor Chappelle shouldn't be Cancelled for humor Miracle shouldn't be Cancelled for humor
2: I wasn't cancelled For humor I said you can't Take it away from me
1: They should Miracle's cancelled Oh (laughs) <laughs> I'm canceled by you.
2: Yes. Oh. So it says... Uh, says the
1: we're, we are sidetracking heav- heavily on this one. It says, per the insider, the total accounts for Young's attorney's fees, living expenses, and uh, security, and other costs up until this arrangement have been receiving $293,000 a month in temporary support. Oof. A month. hmm More than I will make in several years.
2: Wait, does she have kids?
1: Uh, yeah, they do. Um, oh, I believe, oh, I believe they have kids. You um, can get that
2: money also.
1: We should have looked Child at Child support. Um, I, I don't know for sure. I'm assuming they have kids, but maybe not. She um, looks
2: like a person who doesn't have kids.
1: Maybe not then. That was kind of mean on your part. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> E-News reached out to Dre's and Young's attorneys for comment. Uh, Young filed for divorce from Dr. Dre over the summer after 24 years of marriage. They got to have kids. Wait, yeah. There was an article like last year about one of... um. Dr. Dre's kids like reached out to him, and like he like didn't respond because they I think they had like a oh man I don't want to speak on it without they I mean, had a fallout yeah they had like a falling out. uh, um, We're doing Brett, this. it's uh, doing live yeah. searching <laughs> fact
2: checking. Why is Google doing that now? Uh. Look on your screen. It's doing the same thing how Anime Network did. Uh.
1: Yeah, see, this is the article I was talking about. Uh, Dr. Dre's homeless daughter has been reaching out to her dad. Uh, this is from August. I knew I was like, I wasn't imagining that, was mm-hmm. I? Um, He's
2: like, I don't touch uh, the
1: homeless. Latanya Young has been attempting to reach out to her dad for help since I'm, quote, out, I'm out on the streets. She got candid about it during an interview with the Daily Mail and was quoted telling the outlet, I've been working in a warehouse and doing Uber Eats and DoorDash. My kids are staying with friends. They're not living in the car. It's just me. I'm taking odd jobs just to make it. I got paid $15 an hour as an assembler at the warehouse. She also claimed I'm homeless and I've been reaching out to my dad for help. His lawyer has said that my dad doesn't want to help me because I've spoken about him in the press before concluding she added people label me as a millionaire's daughter so they don't understand why I'm working it makes me want to crawl under a rock I'm out on the streets uh I mean if it made you want to crawl under a rock you wouldn't give an interview but
2: uh well like I think she's trying to shed a light that she's not a spoiled brat because like when they hear that you're from a celebrity, they're like, oh, you're spoiled. You don't know what hard work is. There's
1: very clearly more to this story Mm -hmm. than, you know, she doesn't end up in that situation without there being more to the story. That's not a knock on her. That's just saying there's likely... Mm A lot of news there that yeah. uh, is not really, uh, yeah, so that's that's sad. But so
2: he only has- So born. they have
1: kids. They, they do they have, have kids. kids. Yeah, so 24 years of marriage, no way they don't have kids, right? So.
2: But they're all grown, so yeah, they don't uh, have adults. to pay child yeah. support.
1: Yep. Um, Likely. So it says, Young filed for divorce uh, in the summer after 24 years of marriage. It certainly hasn't been an easy time for the 55-year-old star. He suffered a brain aneurysm and and was rushed to Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles. Several celebrities uh, offered well wishes. The next day, Dr. Dre took to Instagram to thank his family, friends, and fans for their support. He also informed them he's great uh, in getting excellent care from his medical team. Another insider now tells E that Dr. Dre is resting comfortably in the hospital. So that's a lot of stuff to all happen and then down here it says uh, that's not all in uh, Los Angeles the police department noted that he he was the target of an attempted robbery on January 5th of last year so like all all this stuff is like happening to him and that's like uh, now he's paying a hundred million dollars to his wife of 24 years after Mm -hmm. divorce that's sad I don't know that's sad. Like, to me, that's that's a huge bummer. Did and
2: they ever say the reason why they broke up? Did he cheat on her?
1: It they, they doesn't list anything. It's probably listed as irreconcilable differences. Mm. Um, uh. For most of these things, you know, that's the easiest one to, to, to list there. And mm-hmm. I, I, even then, it's like, I, I do feel bad because, like, we're talking about it. And I'm laughing at, like, oh, my God, $100 million. Haha, but that's still, like, that's their suffering and pain. Mm-hmm. Like, we we joke about the amount of money, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean I don't feel for them, you know, knowing mm-hmm. how hard something like a breakup is. But What right? about
2: Jada Pickett Smith where she's like, I feel this entanglement."
1: that we don't speak of that because mm-hmm. I will get angry at, at, uh, yes. Jada's mm-hmm. for the streets. <laughs> Jada's for the streets. Oh God. Um, yeah, like, uh, it's funny to laugh at, oh my gosh, look at this like gazillionaire paying $100 million to his wife after mm. they break up. But it doesn't mean the pain isn't real, so I, I understand that for sure.
2: What if they already separated mm. and they're just doing this for... Publicity.
1: Uh, I don't think they need to. I mean, most mm-hmm. of Dre's, uh, like, doesn't seem like he needs the, the money. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't seem like he needs the good publicity to sell his brand now. It's not like it's album related. But eh?
2: we talked about his headphones. They suck. Like, legit, I broke two of them.
1: Uh, maybe you shouldn't be so uh, so cocky and overconfident. Get it? Got a big head? Oh. You don't have a big head. It was a joke.
2: Okay, I was like, yeah, I do have an egg head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you don't. See, uh, get headphones like these and they'll, they'll last much longer. They just cost... Yeah, but money. the
2: only reason why I got the other ones because they're wireless. But they suck. Like, every time I put it around my knees, like, they accidentally press the button to call somebody.
1: Go figure. You're not supposed to... The, believe it or not, Miracle, the headphones are supposed to go
2: no like i take it off and put it on my knees temporarily and then i'm gonna put them back on but then they accidentally turn on like the call button
1: so because of that dr dre deserves all the pain he's suffering right no, now no, no
2: no no no, i didn't say that <laughs> but i do have something like that's on topic but kind of like change the topic what would you give advice to people because like there's always like that um that wives tale that relationships only last like three years or three months what like when you're dating it lasts three months because like within the first two months like they pretend they're really nice but then the third month they show their true colors and then when you get married it only lasts three years because you get tired of that person so how would you give advice to somebody because obviously they married for a long time
1: uh understand that the honeymoon phase isn't uh what the entirety <coughs> of the relationship is going to be and it's a lot of work uh, yeah. i'm not uh in any way qualified to offer advice on this Mm -hmm. stuff to people i'm not a relationship expert but Mm -hmm. uh, i would ask you you're the one who's in a in a in a relationship why don't you tell us how you and your boyfriend make it work
2: Uh, well this is kind of personal and i don't know if he's gonna watch it but (laughs) we're we're planning for something okay yeah something that's life-changing
1: okay yeah You didn't really tell us anything.
2: Well, because I don't want to put his, like, um, personal business online that much. Um, But that wasn't
1: what I asked you. I asked you, how do you make it work?
2: Oh, well, like, for me, I feel like I work a little bit too much. And, like, I do feel bad that... This is what I always feel bad when I'm dating somebody while I'm, like, while I'm a working person. Because, like, I feel like I work too much and I don't see them as often. So, what I do is, like... So... Basically, you can talk to them on the phone. It's great and all. But then when you finally meet each other, do something special. Just do something that doesn't involve, like, the devil's tango. <laughs> you can do, like, just eating out or just cooking at home.
1: I would say you're better off cooking at home. Uh, Like, make it a an activity to do together
2: rather than one He person. feels bad because I'm the one who's cooking. Well, you because, sh- like, he's the one that's... Actually, the cook. I'm not a cook. Like Dane, our coworker Dane calls me an eccentric cook.
1: You are very all you, you, I'm sure the food you do, you make tastes good. It just doesn't. It's not. It doesn't make it, sense. It doesn't look good. It that's, doesn't make sense okay. to
2: society. Like Brett got mad at me because I wanted to make soup with spam.
1: No, that wasn't. It's was the cheese, right?
2: Cheese and spam.
1: Disgusting.
2: It exists. It's a Korean dish.
1: I didn't say it didn't exist. I said it's disgusting. Ugh. It is what it is, my friend.
2: Uh, it Exists. So, Doctor
1: Dre, if you're going to get into another relationship, make che- make spam cheese soup with your signi- with your new significant other, and take Miracle's advice,
2: or just marry Miracle,
1: or just. But you just said that you wouldn't marry sh- him, so sh- marry sh- Miracle.
2: I want a Rose Royce.
1: There you go. We're hypergamy, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first.
2: <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> We're kidding. We're kidding. We're kidding. We're 100% kidding. I'm not winking. I don't know how to wink.
1: We're kidding. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think with that being said, we will call it a day, Miracle. Yeah. We can start a dating advice with Miracle segment.
2: Well, you have more experience. You've been alive on this earth longer than me.
1: The, yeah, well... You have
2: still, your ups and downs. Yes,
1: well... I'm still
2: freshly new in it. Like, last night he asked me, do you remember when our anniversary is? And I'm like, shit. <laughs> um, so I had to... Maybe
1: if you're going to be a romantic, first thing you should do is learn their an- the anniversary and their birthday.
2: <laughs> well, I know his birthday. It's easy. Okay. Um, but the anniversary part, I had to look at old text messages. Like, I had to do the scroll up. To see. Oh boy, um, oh boy, but yeah, I remember it. Don't worry, I remember it,
1: so uh yes, we're going to do a new segment. it's going to be called Miracle Tries to get into a relationship with Dr. Dre, and uh,
2: no, no, I want Jeff Bezos, I want that Amazon money,
1: oh man, <laughs> I want
2: that trail air money.
1: Uh, uh, I don't so care
2: if you look like mini me
1: You're gonna go to space You wanna go to space
2: I wanna go to space Bye you plebs yep, There you go I'm uh, taking only Brett
1: <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going with you to space I'm not going to hang out in space With you and Jeff Bezos It's just freaking weird
2: What? why Jeff Bezos won't be there it's just us
1: okay oh after you divorce him you'll use the money to go to space yeah. perfect wow this conversation is awful <laughs> uh I, that, that I'm calling it we're done that is the end of this conversation Miracle why don't you share with everyone your social media
2: I don't have social media because it rots your brain
1: <laughs> how are you gonna get uh Dr. Dre if you can't reach out to him on social well, media
2: I almost got a drummer from fourth and orange
1: yeah that's like about the same thing as Dr. Dre Shh.
2: Shh. He was hot, okay? Uh, Sam Ward, I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. I have Charlie. <laughs>
1: guys thank you for watching this has been episode 22 of pop culture crisis it was a weird one that's <laughs> all right uh, if you want to follow the podcast you can get full episodes on uh, Amazon music on Pandora on Apple podcasts and of course on Spotify if you go and you watch the clips on YouTube uh, the description for each clip has the full uh, Spotify playlist it will link you directly to the Spotify where you can see full episodes of the show not just the segments where you can hear our delight delightfully witty banter Mm -hmm. which i'm sure goes missing in a lot of the youtube segments so
2: well if you want to watch our witty banter you can see it on cast castle
1: yes but but if you want to hear the witty banter from this show you're gonna have to watch you're gonna have to listen to the whole show on spotify we have
2: we should have a segment where we just punch out Let's do that, <laughs> Let's
1: do that. Uh, Guys so, so yes Full episodes on on Spotify That's the place to get the full episodes Along with the Pandora, the Amazon Music The Apple Podcast uh, YouTube.com slash popculturecrisis To watch the segments And if you want to follow us on social media Guys right now we want to get as many more people Watching the TikTok uh, They want to push the TikTok more the, uh, the TikTok and the Facebook has clips from the show It's at popculturecrisis You can mm-hmm. also find clips uh, and stuff on Twitter At popculture underscore show so all the social medias follow us watch the segments uh, engage with us like share comment subscribe all that stuff as they say uh this has been episode 22 don't I forget
2: th- to hit the bell button you forgot that oh
1: yes and hit the bell for notifications guys thank you for watching we will see you again with a new episode tomorrow episode
2: 23 bye bye